0: You're going to hear a bit of Wham today. Andrew Ridgely's birthday, who was the other half of uh, Wham alongside George Michael. Um, We're going to go track now. Track running with one of New Zealand's better performing athletes on the track last year, uh, competing in Oregon at the Worlds and then Commonwealth Games running Ridiculous Times. He's been a college athlete in the States but I'm pretty sure he's permanently domiciled back in New Zealand. I'm not 100% sure. Let's go and find out. He's joining us now, 1500 metre runner Sam Tanner. G'day, Sam. G'day, how you doing? I'm all right, mate. How are you doing? How's your summer going? Oh, mate,
1: it's been pretty fun. Been a bit of fishing, a bit of running and a bit of surfing, so ha- happy day. I
0: I had you describe to me a little while ago who's a passionate surfer that's quite good at running. <laughs>
1: Yeah, 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 that would probably still be the case.
0: <laughs> but what a year last year. I mean, um, I guess when you sit down at the start of years, you start at 2022 looking, you've got Oregon, you've got the Commonwealth Games. When you got to Christmas and you're having your Pavlova and you looked back at your last 12 months, did you tick off everything you wanted?
1: Um, yeah, I, I think so, eh? Like w- most of the things I wanted, um, I always sit pretty. Pretty high, you know, maybe slightly out of reach goals, uh, and so I, I can't be disappointed with what I've achieved. But um, yeah, I I definitely blew myself away in, in many ways last season. So I'm just super thankful to have um, you know the opportunity to do what I do. It's a pretty cool sport, and um, yeah, it's pretty cool wearing the fern on my chest as well.
0: And running 3:31 just quietly for a Commonwealth Games 1500 was. Did that exceed you? Know you set lofty goals. Did you have a goal of a position or a goal of a time going into the Com Games?
1: Yeah, well, that's that's a good question. I uh, I definitely thought that if it was a little slower, I potentially could have meddled. Um, but because you know, Craig, my coach, had, had some good confidence in me, and uh, as a fifteen hundred, so you never know what's going to happen. But I thought I was in maybe three thirty three or three thirty two shape, and then to finish. You know, crossing that line and look up at the big screen and see three thirty one pop up. I I was just I was so stoked, eh? and I didn't care what place I came. I ran three thirty one, and you know, ran faster than John Walker did. And so I was like, that that you know, you couldn't (laughs) ask for more than that ever.
0: No, because really, um, in its purest form, track hasn't really had equipment advances like golf and cricket and tennis and all that sort of thing. It's just arms and legs and mind.
1: Yeah, pretty much. There's been, you know, the last few years has been slight developments in shoes, but really it's just been, uh, just, yeah, some some quality training and um, getting to see how far you can push your body. Yeah.
0: So training-wise, in looking at 1500 meter races, and I've been around long enough to remember the John Walkers, and then all the way through through the Adrian Blinkos and, and all of that. A 1500 meter race. I was going to say it can go one of two ways. It can go one of many ways, but it can be a slow run race <laughs> with, a, with a kick finish or someone goes balls to the wall from the start and it's fast run and no one really finishes from the back. What pattern of race suits Sam Tanner?
1: Uh, I think I'm quite fortunate. I, um, I don't mind a slow race, a certain kick, uh, but the more I've kind of trained and um, developed, I am starting to appreciate a fast race because, Even if a fast race is, um, you know, if it comes down to, like, placing or something, you're never going to be disappointed with the fast time. Mm. And so uh, I think I always prefer a fast race. Now, I used to just prefer a sit and kick, uh, but I think it's a bit harder to sit and kick if you're out of position on the world stage, you know, so it kind of comes down to more who's just the fittest and the fastest on the day. Um, And so that's that's always the goal to work, work towards.
0: And would it be fair to say, my observation, a lot of the finals are very cat and mouse because it's about medals, it's about podiums, a lot of jockeying for position, you can get a little bit of traffic issue?
1: Yeah, that, that's generally been the way in um, all the Olympic finals and stuff I've seen, except for the last like kind of two years. There's it, kind of been a couple of guys who, um, or two or three years, a c- couple of guys who have just you know, been like a horse with their blinds on, and just pinned it, uh, and then everyone is just end up chasing, and so that's kind of the position I found myself in uh, at Com Games, and I just went, "Well, that was a fast first lap. All right, let's let's get rolling and hold on for dear life." Um, and so, yeah, it's it's been a bit of a change the last few years, but you know, who knows? It could change next race.
0: And for a number of years, you've been based in America, you've been in the NCAA system, uh, you've stepped out of that, and you're like a fully freed, fledged no. Alliance to a college. Um, how's that transition been? Just doing it all for yourself.
1: It's been it's been pretty cool. You know, I have come back to my high school coach Craig Kirkwood. And I signed a professional contract with Puma Running um, in, in January of uh, 2022, um, or even December 2021, somewhere around that time. And uh, so this year has been pretty awesome having um, that transition with them supporting me um financially and then you know ck's got some awesome uh, an awesome squad over in town now and so we're kind of getting some youth development athletes coming through and um yeah it's close to home i've got all the, all the things that make uh make me fast like craig's famous saying is happy sam is fast sam and so uh all those things that kind of tick the boxes for me to be quick on the day um, are here and in Papua, so i'm enjoying this year yeah
0: Nice, nice. Yes, My sister lives in Papua. I've spent quite a bit of time there uh, over Christmas, New Year. It's a wonderful place, and and also I think Hayden Wilds based down that way. And you do a bit of training with our triathlete champion.
1: Yes, absolutely. He, um, we were just talking at the track today um, with Craig because we share the same coach, um, and we're planning a trip uh, or, or a house together in in Europe somewhere this year, um, which is going to be pretty nice. And so we're going to actually get to train together for the first time and. Um, several months which is going to be exciting um, so that's coming up and yeah, we, we always get to enjoy each other's company when, when we're both home
0: Nice and your coach said happy Sam is fast Sam apart from running good times what makes Sam Tanner happy? I hear you're a bit of a muse. we know you love surfing which probably means skateboarding as well which I, I, I'd imagine your coach just freaking out you're going to do an ankle or something or a knee or something <laughs> like that but music music's in your in your blood as well
1: yeah, yeah, I um, we'll, we've got a little bit of kind of a, a low-key separated band kind of thing that is, comes together and we jam every now and then. Um, no no necessary gigs on the horizon unless someone wants to recruit us. But <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely um, a, a big hobby of mine. And uh, I think if I was to be professional in uh, another sport or another um, area of life or famous, it would probably be being, being a muso or, or a professional surfer. So you kind of have the nail on the head with those two.
0: Thank on. Are you comfortable being a full time athlete?
1: Yeah, I get a little bored every now and then. You know, today I've got a couple hours to, to waste to just relax and recover after my gym and run before my next run. But I've got a couple of um, housework. Jobs that I got to do because my wife's at work, uh, and so um, I'm, the, I'm the house husband, which is
0: which is always fun. You can, you can go and have a coffee at Henry and Ted's with the with the other house husbands.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know it. it's exactly right.
0: <laughs> hey mate, um, Cook's Gardens. Uh, it's a venue steeped in history, synonymous with Peter Snell, obviously. But do you take on board the historical uh, significance of uh, where you're racing this weekend?
1: yeah definitely it's um a track that i you know it means a lot to me even because the first time i ran on it i ran with nick willis on it um and i broke his own record his junior record and he paced me so it's you know as well as the history it has before me it's also got history um that i'm 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 becoming a part of and so it's been um pretty cool to go down there and um, I'm look, really looking forward to this weekend and see what I can do this weekend.
0: Are you a record chaser? Like, um, I think John Walker still holds the mile record for New Zealand. I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, he does. Three forty nine point oh eight, and so that's uh, this year's goal. Um, I think if if the right race comes, that's that's what we're going to try hit.
0: Awesome. Um, We've got Rosie Elliott coming up uh, later on in the show, and uh, I'm going to be asking her about her pre-race routine and post-race celebration, if you achieve what you want to do. What does the day of the race look like for you before you race?
1: Oh, I think we're going to actually come down uh, Well, either Friday night or Saturday morning before the race, but uh, we'll have a pretty low-key breakfast, make our way down and maybe go for a jog stop off at Topor. Um, and yeah, pre race I, I I like uh, sounds a little crazy, but I'll, I'll let you in on a little secret. It's a uh, baby food. So I smash <laughs> back two um two pear, banana, blueberries sachets um full of baby food. So you know the old three three months plus is the best.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's
2: okay. So you,
0: yeah, that's amazing. And you go to Wanganui. And uh you've performed well and you're allowed a cheat meal, coach says you're allowed a cheat meal, what's you go to? Do you do you get into anything weird? Um,
1: uh, nah, Burger Absolutely, I absolutely love Burgerfield. So if if the Burgerfield owners listening then, um hook us up. That'd be awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> mean. Oh awesome. Uh, hey, listen, uh, fantastic uh, to chat to you today. Uh, Sam, um, amazing, amazing achievements last year, particularly the Com Games. Couldn't be more stoked for you, and uh, looking forward to following your progress over the summer and uh, continuing on into twenty twenty three. Go well.
1: Yeah, cheers, mate. Thanks for having me. Yeah,
0: Sam Tanner, there, um, absolute rooster. The, the, the track athletes are fun. They they are fantastic, and geez, he's running some serious times, and he's, I think he's twenty three. I think I'm going to say he's about twenty three. And to run 331, and remember, the 1974 Commonwealth Games filled by over John Walker was 332.2. And he finished sixth, but sixth didn't matter to him. It was the time. Phenomenal. And he's getting close to John Walker's. Um, John Walker still holds the mile record. I'm not sure who holds the 1500. I must look that up. That might be John Walker as well.
2: Might be, yeah. Oh, Nick Willis? Did he break it at all? Oh, maybe. i tell you what, when you said, uh, what's your cheek now, I thought he was going to go from the three-month to the six-month pl- six <laughs> on the baby food. <laughs> now, but I'll tell you this, Steph, and I'd like to hook any male up to a lie detector test that's listening to our station right now, um, and tell me that you haven't tucked into the baby food. Because it's No, I'm just saying, like, males that have a go. Have a, oh, I say females as well, actually, but um, anyone who has a kid, mm. You can't tell me that you haven't tucked into the baby food from time to time because we've got all the sachets up there in, in the kitchen, right? And mm. the other night, I, um, we'd had dinner. Katie was watching something or getting ready for bed, and I wanted something sweet. We didn't have anything for dessert or chocolate or anything. I wanted something sweet. So I went to the pantry, and there staring me in the face was a banana and strawberry mango puree. <laughs> and was so it nice? It was lovely. I mean, people think that it's like it's it's just pureed food. That's basically all those baby sachets it's are. It's like a Pure. thick smoothie, essentially. And there's almost not enough of it. You sort of just do two gulps and that's it. And you're like, I want some more. But see, the ones I love of Charlie's are the, are the custards. There's like custard and fruit and blueberries and yeah, it's all custard based. And mate, I love it. And uh, is it expensive? I think it's about a dollar when you get them on special. They're about a dollar. 50 a uh, sachet so you just sort of oh, grab a whole bad. bunch you know you grab sort of 7 or 8 for the week and yeah so 7 or 8 bucks but um who makes them are uh, Watties oh okay yeah well, the ones we get I think are Watties there's two brands that, I don't know if this is the same at sort of countdown but certainly at Pack and Save there's two brands there's Watties and there's sort of another one that's got a green lid but um yeah they're pretty tasty <laughs> you? Can you bring one into work? Yeah, I'll bring one in tomorrow for you. Sammy, I've got a good one for you. Yep. That actually goes back to my rip-offs about movie theater food mm. and bringing food into the movie. Mm. I've got a mate who brings every time we'll go to a movie. He'll get the rhubarb custard baby food. Yeah. Rhubarb, mate, I'll that's the it. one you got to try. Not and it's it. it's actually it's actually really really nice. So yeah. I, I fully take the point, Sam. The one thing I haven't tried is the form. I've never drunk the formula, oh, I which I, I which I've heard is basically mm. milk anyway. Mm. Um, but yeah, I am I'm, I'm with Sam Tanner on the. On the pouches, mm. cheap, tasty, packed with good stuff. It's good good stuff. for baby. If it's good for babies, it's good for me, Steph. Um, so yeah, I'll bring it, I'll bring some in for the boys tomorrow. Yeah, we'll have a little tasting session. Yeah, we'll have a taste off. And, and once again, you, can, you can't tell me that if you're a dad or a mum out there that you haven't tried the baby food. You can't tell me you haven't tried it.
0: Now I told you. um I told you, a friend of mine, has read the most sports books of anyone I know. I texted him and said, "Have you read the book of fame about the 1905 All Blacks?" He's replied, "Yes, and I have the book," but he didn't say, "Do you want to read it?"
2: Just <laughs> That's say, what I "Can wanted. I read it?"
0: And um, and I also I was about to text the mad butcher to see if he got his jerseys back in response to someone who texted in. I text uh, Richard Beck from the Warriors, and he says he got most of it back, as I understand it. There's just a few m- missing. Maybe check with him. I don't really want it. Well, if he's got a few back, um, well, he's just got a few to get. So it sounds like the fat end of them have got back to Sir Peter Charles Leach, which um, brings me some joy. I'd like to get them all, but uh, let's hope he gets them all in the fullness in the fullness of time. All
2: right. We... I just uh, quickly had the brand, um, Only Organic was the, is the main baby food one. Waddies do do it as well though, but Only Organic is the one that most people. Um... <laughs>
0: <laughs> we can't read that text message. Person with the number finishing in 599. It's are yeah. quite partial to another kind of baby food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which we can't read. 0800-150-811-8833. We'll be back.